Welcome to Is This Love podcast brought to you by your relationship specialist and neuropsychotherapist, Joe Wilson of the Confidant Counseling. Great relationships make us healthier, happier, and can even extend your life. Enjoy my strategies to navigating love along with other experts in my field on this podcast. You can find all my weekly newspaper column articles at theconfidantcounseling.com. Thank you so much to my new subscribers and listeners to this podcast. I am enjoying providing you the content from my weekly newspaper articles and the common themes found in my relationship counseling practice. So today the topic is a hot topic. I'm often requested to provide advice to publications for couples and families grappling with separation and divorce. So we're nurturing children through parental separation this week. And there's three to four main questions that I'm going to cover that I'm frequently asked. Before that, don't forget to check out my website, The Confidant Counseling, where you can find all of the content and you can download my Spouse It Up form for your tips for your relationship. So what are the some of the common behaviors seen in children who come from split families? Dependent upon their age, children often can't communicate with words. Their responses to the separation can be expressed in poor behavior and some also become very withdrawn. They lack the knowledge of the importance of talking about these difficult uh, topics or missing the absent parent. Younger children might become really clingy for fear of losing their remaining parent. Others regress in toilet training and some act younger even before the separation. Nightmares aren't uncommon, as well as rebellious or aggressive reactions to other children or even their own parents. So while the poor separating parents are grappling with the difficulty of their own emotions, it's so imperative to remember that the children are reacting with distress and might not show it and need your special attention. With time and attentiveness, these behavioral problems disappear and we need to love them more than ever during this change when you can't even love yourself sometimes. If there has been abuse or the reactions do persist over a long time, it is best to seek some professional help. Another question I'm asked is what can we do to help children overcome these issues? So toxic atmosphere of arguments can be fueled by hurt, sadness and guilt and feeling a failure of the parents. As the adults gradually accept the separation, it doesn't mean that the children are going to do the same. There are huge benefits for the family to forgive. So many studies have shown that when we don't forgive and revisit our memories of the supposed wrongdoing, a fear response is reproduced in our amygdala. This is the part of the brain responsible for our emotions. This response causes us release of stress hormones that increase our heart rate and blood pressure. If we keep holding on to our betrayals and anger, this response stays active and it puts us at risk of developing stress-related illnesses, both mentally and physically. Forgiving your ex is not easy, as well as any other person. Just like any other difficulty or difficult or new task, you need to learn how to do it with repetition and consistency. For the sake of your own emotional well-being, as well as that of your children, it's worth forgiving. So practice that daily. You also might need some professional help with that one. How can parents and carers help their children accept and understand the new living situation? 
The most important gift you can give your children is to remind yourself that you and your ex-partner are both their heroes. They created your child. The biggest reason not to criticize the other parent in front of them is not to steal an important aspect of themselves, the person who created them. We underestimate the terrible effect of openly discussing how bad the other parent is, and it can create serious disharmony as they navigate relationships as an adult. Please give the children an age-appropriate, honest account of the impending changes without blame. Explain who's moving away and when and where they'll see the other parent, if you know. Ensure your children know you both still love them and that this will always be the case. Whilst you might be so often falling apart on the inside, attempting to create a safe and stable environment is paramount. And keep to routine as much as possible because that's so helpful. Don't be tempted to rely on your older children for emotional support, but turn to trusted friends, family, or a counselor. It's not uncommon for me to support an individual or couples through this process to ensure that they remain responsible and loving co-parents. Give the children the space to express their own feelings about the other parent, even if those feelings aren't the same as yours. And where possible, talk to the other parent about important communication options, such as a diary or an online sync calendar for important school events, their work events, fees, activities, and friendships. Talk to your children's teachers or daycare staff if they're younger so that they can help nurture them and manage any unusual behaviors. And finally, what can divorced couples do to make peace for their child? Please reassure them that they're not to blame and you both love them so much. Children can mistake anger from their parents' arguments as directed towards them. Sadly, they often interpret any of their own troublesome behavior to be the cause of their parents' divorce. You can make peace for your child by knowing that your decision to divorce was considered carefully and over a long period of time. Only when you know that you gave the relationship your 100%, you tried everything to rejuvenate and repair it. And even without success, can you look back with less regret as you recreate a connected and loving environment for your children. And join me next week when we discuss how does being part of any team sport enhance your relationship skills and how much.